Less than a day's flight from where I live, and you probably live, we could land in a part of the world where Christians must secretly worship the Lord Jesus. Or at least you reach a place where Christians have to be cautious of sharing or showing their faith. Here we are, the Winter Olympics 2022 in Beijing. As China tries to show off for the rest of the world, there's a record low in viewership. Athletes are in isolation in the communist country's capital city. Human rights complaints louder than the government wants to hear. If one is stuck in one of those quarantine hotels, it's much worse. Reports leaking out of not enough food, inedible food when it does arrive. But let's not forget the church in China under increasing pressure. Peter, in his first letter, calling himself a witness for Jesus. That word witness also means martyr. They know that word. Keep Chinese Christians in our prayers. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series with a very interesting title called Yes in Christ. The Apostle Paul used that title to express the great hope that we have in our Savior, Jesus. In his second letter to the Corinthians, he said, no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Now, I'm sure you've had some promises broken in your lifetime by others, but no doubt yourself. Often, we try to keep our promise to someone, but life gets messy, doesn't it? Promises are broken. But when God makes a promise to his people, it'll never be broken. Never. And all of these promises are all fulfilled in Jesus. That's why he is our yes. Yes, I will save you. Yes, I will protect you. Yes, I will on that day bring you into the presence of the Father forever. In a moment, we're going to think a little more about how Jesus has never broken a promise. We'll turn to the book of Hebrews and we'll see how Jesus has become our guarantor of a better covenant for all who trust in him. And we'll also catch up with a young pastor in San Diego who's struggled with depression himself. But the promises of God have been his anchor in the midst of a storm. Then after the program, I want to send you music that is filled with the promises of God. You can hear the cinematic and comforting music underneath my voice right now. They are called scripture lullabies. And every song is filled with lyrics straight out of God's word. In these turbulent times, you need this music to bring you comfort and to remind you that God is always watching over his people. I am watching over you Ever watching over you With you through the night And by the light of day This music is especially helpful for those who are struggling with anxiety or fears or depression. For kids, for adults, this is peaceful music for troubled hearts. Why don't you call us after the program? Would you make a generous gift to the ministry? And remember, we're 100% supported by friends like you. And for your gift of generosity, we'll send you Hidden in My Heart, CDs, Volumes 1 through 4. The number to call is 800 654 
800-65-HAVEN. Or visit us online and listen to samples from this collection. Our website is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And if you just want the latest CD, which is Volume 4, we can send that to you for a gift of any amount. And now, based on that verse from Corinthians that I shared a moment ago, yes, in Jesus, Chris Tomlin opens this Haven Today. Yes and Amen, opening this haven today in a program called Yes in Christ. I'm Charles Morris. We're thinking about the promises of God this week, and I wanted to go back to someone we had on the program exactly two years ago, just before the pandemic started. We spoke with Pastor Nick Davis. He's in northern San Diego County, California. I spoke with him about his own personal struggles with depression back then, and little did we know what was coming just a couple of months later. So, Pastor Dick, welcome back to the program. 
Charles, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me back. Nick, we know so many have been struggling with depression and anxiety the last couple of years since you and I last spoke. How has God's Word and His promises ministered to you personally through this season that we've been through? I think that, uh, you know, it's really kept everyone on our on our toes, <laughs> Charles. And uh, as much as we want to try to control situations, uh, I think the pandemic and everything else that we've been through has shown that the Lord alone is in control mm-hmm. and he's the one who's taking mm-hmm. care of us. And uh, as God's people, we have to continue to lean on his promises and continue to trust that uh, he's able to care for us. Mm. Um, he's able to um, help us no matter what we're going through, um, especially a pandemic. Well, and the last thing I want to do is ask you to be a cheerleader and give us three simple steps to have a positive mental attitude. Uh, Dark, down, people afraid, people lonely. Uh, That's all still going on right now. How are you ministering as a pastor uh, with your own background of being severely depressed? How are you ministering to your flock right now? What are you preaching? Well, we're about to start a series uh, through the book of Acts uh, because uh, after so much has happened in the last couple of years, uh, churches in America, uh, our church specifically, uh, we kind of wanted to head in the direction of new beginnings and uh, getting back on mission mm. of, you know, what is what is the church called to do? Um, how is it that we're, we're to continue and minister and preach the gospel to the ends of the earth. Mm. And so we're, uh, we're leaning back into that uh, to kind of reground ourselves. Um, you know, during the early days of the pandemic, it, I, we felt like we had to address, you know, anxiety and, and uh, isolation. And uh, we had a series through the fruits of the spirit, trying to just remind people of, of um, who we are in Christ and, and the, the many uh, benefits and gifts that we have uh, in him. Let's go for just a moment. Sure. What's your go-to verse? What's your go-to passage? Where does the Lord minister to you the most, uh, it, it, especially coming out of seasons of depression that were pretty pretty deep and pretty dark for you? Uh, you know, a psalm of, of David, uh, Psalm 16, one that uh, gets quoted quite a, quite a bit in the New Testament and is picked up. Um, but Psalm 1611 has, has spoken to me over the last few years and gotten me through some, some dark days and, and brighten them up, uh, with the light of Christ. So David writes, uh, in Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life in your presence. There's fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Um, and that's just one of those verses that, uh, always brings me back to the very basic truth that God's got this. Um, I need to lean on him over and over again, and uh, he's always taking care of me, and he will continue to do so. Um, That's his promise to his people. That's good. I needed to hear that today. Nick, I think we need to pray right now, and I know many are struggling to trust in the Lord right now. Do you mind leading all of us in a prayer to our Heavenly Father right now? Yeah, sure. Father, even when uh, the answer is no, even when we're going through difficult times, 
Your promises in Jesus Christ are always yes and amen. Your truth stands. It never fails. It never falls. We thank you that you care for us enough to retell us that story over and over and over again. We thank you that we're reminded today of the hope that we have in Jesus, that nothing can separate us from his love. Nothing. Not a pandemic, not pain, not death, because Christ has overcome. Amen. Pastor Nick Davis in San Diego County, California. Thanks for joining us here on Haven today. Charles, it's always it's always great to not only talk to you, uh, but to see your face. Uh, thankful for Zoom that <laughs> we can do that. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a great uh, privilege. So thank you for having me. This is Haven Today and a program called Yes in Christ. And speaking of prayer, if you need us to pray for you, why don't you call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN or visit us there at haventoday.org and you can fill out a prayer request online. Now, today we're talking about God's promises. Now, I've broken a lot of promises in my life, and I bet you have too. We are sinful. We are imperfect. And that means we have a nasty tendency to be overconfident. How many promises have I made that I couldn't keep? I don't mean we exactly lie by making promises we have no intention to keep. Often, that's what politicians do. I mean, you and I make promises we're unable to keep. Now think about that. When one of our children is scared, our impulse is to tell them what? Everything will be okay. I'll always be here for you. But that promise isn't actually up to us to keep. How many have made that promise only to pass away the next day tragically, or only to have life turn out everything but okay? We aren't able to keep that promise. It's not ours to make. Or think of the Apostle Peter standing in front of Jesus just hours before Judas betrayed him into the hands of those religious leaders. Remember he said, I'll never betray you. Even if I have to die, I'll stand by your side. He overestimated his faithfulness. He underestimated his sin. Jesus knew that, and he told Peter what would actually happen. Peter was not able to fulfill his promise. He even eventually denied even knowing his Lord. He broke his promise, just like we do. And that's why this passage from 2 Corinthians 1 is so powerful. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Every single promise that the Lord has ever made is yes in Christ. The Lord makes promises but he keeps his promises. He doesn't have our problem. He doesn't make promises that he cannot keep. And he surely doesn't make promises that he has no intention of keeping. When the Lord makes a promise, he keeps a promise. And we can know this because of Jesus. Jesus 
is the Lord's confirmation to us that he's not a liar. It's important to remember this, especially in those moments when we feel distant from him or that maybe even he has forgotten us. His promises are yes in Christ, and they're always yes in Christ. And that brings me to one of my favorite promises in all the Bible. It comes out of the book of Hebrews. We're not sure who wrote this book, but the preacher, as he's been called, was clearly someone who knew their Old Testament. Time and again, the author brings us back to the Hebrew Bible, the sacrifices, the priests, Moses, and the angels. And time and time again, the author reminds us that Christ fulfills these promises and delivers salvation to us. The promise I'm thinking of comes in chapter 7. The author is making his case about Jesus being the high priest and why Jesus, as our high priest, is far greater than any other high priest we could ever find. Now, here's how the author of Hebrews puts it. Jesus has become the guarantor of a better covenant. Now, there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office But because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Such a high priest truly meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens, Unlike the other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. He sacrificed for their sins once and for all when he offered himself. So the promise is right there in Hebrews. Jesus is able to save to the uttermost. Have you ever doubted his goodness to you? The author of Hebrews knows what that's like. He knows that as humans, we are prone to doubt, prone to wander, but the promise is clear. Jesus saves to the uttermost. But what does that mean? Well, it means he is able. First and foremost, he makes a promise. He keeps the promise. He's not like us. He is able. And second, he's able to save. And that doesn't just mean he's able to save us from judgment or save us from the guilt of sin. It doesn't just mean he can save our soul. It means he can rescue us from our trouble. And that's what his return will be, rescuing us from the danger of the world. And so he's able to save to the uttermost. That means two things. No one is too evil and no one is too far away. You might think the things you've done mean the Lord could never save you or find you. You're wrong. Jesus is your high priest, and Jesus saves to the uttermost. There is no one who is so evil that they can't be redeemed by his love, and no one is too far away. Maybe you haven't done anything real bad, but you've drifted away from the Lord through the years. Maybe you look at your life now and think you've already wandered outside of his jurisdiction. You're wrong. Jesus saves to the uttermost. He is the one who left heaven to come after the lost. He will find you no matter where you are. 
He makes promises, and he keeps promises. He is able to save to the uttermost. And that's true, because unlike every other priest, Jesus is not dead. He is alive, and he lives forever. His resurrection confirms his promise. And when we turn to him in faith, we enter into his promises. All his promises are yes in Christ. And it's through faith that we can say amen to the Lord. So why don't you turn to him? Do it today. Trust in him today. But be sure and trust in his promises. He is alive He's your high priest, and he's able to save you to the uttermost. He is alive, he is risen. The stone rolled away, he is risen. Death has lost life. Scripture Lullabies, written by Jay Stalker, and he is risen from the third volume of the Scripture Lullabies. These are powerful songs because they're filled with the promises of God straight out of his word. Jay Stalker says he has received thousands of females from people all over the world who've been blessed by this music, 
His music is peaceful, and the lyrics are straight out of God's Word. So whether you're struggling with depression or anxiety or fear, or even not, these songs will bring all who listen to it great peace and much hope. I want to send you the four-volume set of Hidden in My Heart for your gift to this ministry. Or if you know someone, be they an adult or be they a child, who is anxious or depressed or gone through the valley of the shadow of death, get a copy for them as well, and we can send it directly to them, even with a note from you. Partner with us so we can keep sharing the great story about Jesus Christ to millions all over the world. Our phone number you can call right now is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit us online and listen to samples from all four CDs. And check out our resources for depression that we have there as well. A little pop-up screen will come up when you go to our website. We want to help you and your loved ones during this dark winter. Our web address to get those resources and get the CDs from heaven to my heart is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And if you just like the newest volume four of Hidden in My Heart, we have that for your gift as well. And remember, if you need prayer, please call us or send us an email today. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow on Wednesday when again we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Some things just seem fitting, don't they? Baseball games on a summer afternoon, soap and water, thunder and lightning, peanut butter and jelly. These things go together, and we all know it. In fact, it would be weird to see some of them without the other. But you know, out of all the things in the universe that are fitting and go well together, one stands out. The most fitting pair in all of creation is the Lord and our praise. In Psalm 147, we read, Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise Him. And why does the psalmist praise God in this psalm? Because He heals the brokenhearted. Our Lord is not only great, He's also good. And nothing is more fitting than praising Him. Anchor Devotional can help encourage you in your daily walk with the Lord. Try it out today at GetAnchor.com.